What's up, guys? It's Harrison Phillips here, and you're listening to Nate and the Fellows on the Circle of the Wagons podcast on Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills, baby. Where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Hey, let's go, Buffalo. Hey, let's go, Buffalo. The Bills make me wanna Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times, here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. The Buffalo Bills get run all over tonight in Orchard Park against the New England Patriots 14-10 to go 7-5 and and go second place in the AFC East. Welcome to another recap episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I am your host, Nate, and we are going to discuss this uh, this loss. This this isn't going to be a fun game to uh, talk about from the outside, but we're going to make it fun. We're going to we're going to have some fun with this one. We're going to try to find some light in this loss, even though it's it's kind of hard to find it right now. But um, luckily, uh, I'm with my co-hosts John and Mike. We're live recording, which is a treat in in and of itself. We haven't done that since uh, Delago, since we were at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago a few weeks ago, and uh, you know we were we were able to get together to watch it in person. And I got to be honest, I was I was pretty nervous leading up to this game. This was the biggest game uh, the Bills have played against the Pats in uh, I'd argue since 2011. Um, I mentioned that on Twitter. And the Bills, the game plan was obvious. It was simple. We knew that the Patriots, you know, considering the the weather conditions uh, being what they were tonight, uh, a lot of wind, uh, the Patriots having a rookie quarterback, they wanted to keep the ball on the ground, and that's exactly what they did. They ran for many yards, and the Bills could not stop them. And it was very frustrating to look. The, the Bills had a chance up until the very end, and uh yeah, I'll just I'll just start it off with that, guys. Um my co-host John and Mike are here. By the way, we're gonna do our sweet sassy Malazi plays of the game. We're gonna do our uh wall of famers and wall of shamers, and we're also gonna do our giveaway. We're probably gonna do our giveaway quickly, um, just to have something positive on the podcast um going into this. But uh yeah, that 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 loss uh hurt. It was it was to me, um, and let me know if you guys feel the same way, it was just you had to have less mistakes than the other team. And a team led by Bill Belichick doesn't make many mistakes. They had that one muffed uh, punt earlier in the game that led to a Bills uh, touchdown. But other than that, they didn't make many mistakes. And um, you can't have that many mistakes when you just run the ball 95 times. Uh, so that's what it came down to for me. Uh, John, I'll start off with you. Um what were your thoughts on the game, and, uh, and, and why did the Bills lose today? <laughs> Specifically. Be as specific as possible. Okay. I'm just kidding. You can, you can have fun with it. I, I, this, is, this, is just, this is just to have fun now. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a game where every yard and every play count. Like, it was significant. Uh, so, you know, if a five-yard penalty is huge on a drive, could kill a drive easily. Um, it did, right? Yeah. Um, they lost because they couldn't stop the run. <laughs> for sure, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Do you blame that on Leslie Frazier? Because it's like you knew it was coming. Or do you blame it on personnel? Because maybe the Bills just don't have the horses in the stable to stop the run when they need to. They haven't been able to do it in the past. They couldn't do it against the Colts. Colts ran all over them. and It, it might be a little both. I mean, like over the offseason, the Bills are gearing up to stop the Chiefs, right? They have to stop Mahomes. They need pass rushers, this and that. Um, but, I mean, it's so obvious what the Patriots were going to do and they like you have to adjust and do something right uh so you're saying it wasn't mac jones that uh beat the bills tonight mac jones that went two of three for 19 yards you knew what they were going to do every time and it wasn't until i mean they showed signs of life of stopping the run but it still wasn't i mean you know uh, damien harris ripped off that 64 yard run for a touchdown uh and unlike that uh, Derrick Henry run earlier this season, there wasn't like four holds on that play. It just They just executed it per- perfectly. And the Bills could not execute a run play on the offensive side of the ball that could come anywhere near that. They could not. This was a day for running the ball, and the Bills couldn't stop it, and the Bills couldn't do it, which is pretty much par for the course of their entire season. If they can't pass their way out of a game, then they don't win the game. Right, and... Also, those red zone issues on offense that they're obviously still there. Huge. They still continued. I mean, Josh Allen took a sack in the red zone. To, to, uh, was that the that was that was the uh, the drive where Tyler Bass missed the field goal, and then they were driving into the red zone in the in the last uh, series of the game, the last drive of the game, and they still couldn't punch it in. Couldn't even get a first down. Uh, okay. All right. We're going to try to find the light. Mike, Mike, Nate. <laughs> Mike's <Nathan>. here. Mike's <laughs> Michael. <laughs> uh, Good to be with you. Uh, <laughs> disappointing game. I feel like championship teams can win that game, right? Just so many mistakes. Like John alluded to, like the Patriots were certainly one dimensional and you think you'd like to think in the NFL, if a team is one dimensional, you can make the adjustments to beat them. Bills couldn't do that, and they made it into the red zone twice, came away with no points. Like that Tyler Bass field goal that you just mentioned, so much happened, you kind of lose sight of it. But, man, that looms large given how the game ended for sure. Remember when they the Patriots went for that two-point conversion and then the Bills scored soon thereafter, and you're like, well, they got to go for the two-point conversion. And they did not. <laughs> They decided that was uh, that was a fool's way to go, and it. Well, you're like, well, it is only like the first or second quarter, right? I mean, they got plenty of time left. Well, that ended up being very important uh, play that they did not make. Uh, again, it, just, it felt like they hadn't considered it. Yeah, like we can kick it. We'll have plenty of times, to, plenty of chances to score in the game. When they did not, they did not have. In fact, I mean, if it decided, you know that. It was so important, looking back at it, to go for two points because um, if they had, then that uh, series where you know Josh Allen ends up uh, taking the sack and getting out of uh, the red zone, and they end up trying to kick the field goal or whatever, you know, uh, the field goal keeps them right back in, or the drive at the end of the game instead of having to go for, you know, the touchdown or the fourth down, fourth and fourteen, they kick the field goal. I mean. Th- there's a chance they tie and they bring it into overtime. They didn't even have a chance to do that. They had to go for the touchdown. It, uh, it feels like in all facets they got out coached. Yeah, all facets. 
minus that one barely like muffed punt by the Patriots, like where it just brazenly glanced off his helmet and the Bills recovered, which is an amazing play. I mean, other than that, uh, there was that fumble earlier by the Patriots where it bounced right back into his hands. And then Brita had that fumble right after where he lost it. Um, lots of drops. The Bills, the Bills wide receivers did not do any favors to Josh Allen tonight. Um, they dropped several passes. I mean, Diggs had that one in the end zone. I mean, that was a, that was a, a game changing play. Yeah. And I think the it sounded like the wind was just pushing that ball wherever he couldn't track it. Based, you know, he's going full speed or whatever. Um, but that kills you. I mean, he catches that. It's totally game. different game. Yeah. I mean that that Matt Breida fumble that was that went from them having the ball in. I think they were driving at least for. They might have been towards a. Uh, near Patriots field, or field goal for the, for that drive, and it ended up uh, being the drive that the Patriots got their touchdown on. So they breed a fumble. Uh, and then Dawson Knox, it seemed like every time he turned around, he was dropping one. Certainly, like the two big drops that would have been third down conversions, mm-hmm. right? And then he had the penalty on the final drive when it was third and nine, when it was still manageable. Was it a false start or something? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, lots of plays. There was There was a delay of game play by the bill you know when josh allen was feeling pressure tonight it felt like he was just trying to uh roll out of the pressure instead of just keeping his eyes downfield and and trying to find an open guy and taking the hit or whatever um just odd uh not odd i'd say but just uh disappointing disappointing such high hopes like who now it's almost like who have the bills beaten yeah this season you mean yeah yeah they beat the chiefs like that's that's their signature that's win. the high watermark dolphins season Dolphins twice. They haven't played <laughs> Jets. <laughs> when you look back, like the Saints, but the Saints didn't have anybody. Like their whole yeah. team was injured. Their whole right? team They're was starting injured. quarterbacks, starting running back, like mm-hmm. a host of other players. Like the Bills lack, excluding that Kansas City game. They the lack of beating anybody. Yeah, no. This is so the Bills have lost five games. They're seven and five. Four of those five games, though, have come down to four of those five losses have come down to one drive, including tonight. So the Bills are like this close to being. Also, what is it, 13-1, 12-1? What's your definition of this close? <laughs> within, a, within a score, one drive within a score of winning or losing or whatever. They, they've just lost all those games. They can't. Remember when Sean McDermott first came in and they were actually starting to win those games, those close ones? Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is weird. Like, we're used to the Bills always just choking. Well, that's this season, it feels mm-hmm. like. They're choking away those games where they have a chance to win. Like they should have beaten the Jaguars. They should have beaten the Titans. They should have beaten uh, the Patriots tonight. Uh, so I don't know. It's been it's tough too. Looking at the schedule, like Buccaneers coming up next. Mm-hmm. Panthers. Hopefully, we still feel good about. But then the Patriots right over again. Right over again. Rough. Yeah. But it's nice to end with the Falcons and the Jets. Mm-hmm. And if you want a potential light slash bright side is the the weather chances of the weather being as bad as it was today against the Patriots next time it could it could be a totally different game right mm-hmm. could be maybe but it's December 26th it could be less windy could be because that's what you want right right less wind. yeah it could snow but mm-hmm. but cold isn't the issue it's the wind right yeah or the wetness there will probably be almost no wetness Although the Patriots could, even if it's a nice day, they could just run it for 200 yards That's again, true. I suppose, right? <laughs> they did seem to have the Bills numbers on that. <laughs> That's, yeah. Mike, do we want to do the farmer parable? Is this a good loss for that? I feel like it is. 
John, do you like the... No. John's no? Okay, John. It. Mike just doesn't want to do it. Okay, that's all right. We'll save it for another time. We'll save it. We'll save it for... Maybe before I do my uh, my my family Christmas story where we uh, excluded our uncle from a few family get-togethers. You've been teasing that for weeks. I know. I get I'm enraged te- when people tease something over a commercial break. <laughs> you tease things for weeks on end. <laughs> so you got to stay tuned. You got to stay tuned for the Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> to find out about the fallout of Nate's family. Uh, speaking of commercials, I want to buy an X chair now, I feel like. <laughs> I've never seen an office chair ever advertised on television. Uh, maybe it's because I only like stream all my television. Uh, I just... <laughs> I, dude, it massages and heats your back. Like, how do you... Kn- I didn't see any plugs, though. No, me either. I didn't that. see any cords. Either that was just like a bait and switch or it was uh, just battery operated, right? How much do you guys think the X chair goes for? They did. They ex- declined to put that in their commercial. <laughs> they did, they did. But they did say, "What was the offer?" It was a uh, hundred dollars off and a and a free footrest, right? So you know, if it's a hundred dollars off, it isn't like a two hundred dollars chair, <laughs> unless it's fifty percent off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing if it's a hundred dollars off, it's at least four hundred dollars. So four hundred one. <laughs> Uh yeah yeah what what is it what is it without the or what is it regularly wait did you say your guess I just I I was saying more I was thinking more like five hundred now what are you gonna do <laughs> John you're gonna you go five hundred one to say at the same time <laughs> yeah true Ready? why does he why do I have to go first I'll I'll say one two three and then you guys say it with the pause ready one two three five five three <laughs> ooh John's right five zero three. Yeah, I was never going to go that high. Would you have gone that high? I would have gone higher. More than $700? Oh, if you had said... If I had said like $550, would you have gone to $700? I would have said $551. Okay. 503, that was smart. The heating and the massage is an extra $100. If you want cooling, heating and massage. Oh, you get cooling too? I would definitely want the cooling. Dude, that has got to be plugged in. Is your back sweat? I'm just always hot. (laughs) We did see a back sweat commercial though. (laughs) Dude, speaking of, so people that saw this game in the stands won't get this, but like there was a lot of interesting commercials on tonight. There was a one woman who cried about sweating too much. That was interesting. At first first you're like, it was, do you remember the sweating commercial? Oh, she just, just the fact that she sweats all the time and she sweats every day. She was just like a very traumatic experience, which like at first we're like, ah, like sweating, like, yeah, you sweat below your lip, like whatever. ah. And then it's like, she's like bawling her eyes on like, oh, well, I didn't know it was going to get serious like this. (laughs) I feel bad about laughing with the the guy with pit stains every day at work. Like, (laughs) anywho, (laughs) my cleats, my cause. I wonder if somebody's cause was excessive sweatiness. So... Anywho, <laughs> let's let's move on. Let's do our giveaways real quick. Um, we have a uh, signed uh, Zach Moss uh, mini helmet and a signed Tremaine Edmonds jersey. So we're going to do uh, two giveaways. We're going to pick two names. And by the way, uh, I was recently cleaning out my basement. My wife says I have to get rid of a lot more stuff. So I have several autographed and signed memorabilia. I have like six or seven items that I'm just going to be giving away. We're going to just do like Wait, six or seven winners. John and I gave you? Anything that you guys gave me? Yeah. Uh, what did you guys give me that was signed? 
Remember, well, like, why don't you show us and we'll determine <laughs> <that> termination. <laughs> oh, dude, it was a signed, uh, yeah. all yeah, the Bills Hall of Famers signed helmet. It was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I feel like we should have been offered Christmas is coming. Do you want me to? You want it? Yeah. Okay, I'll let you know what I have. Okay. Um. So, so I have um signed jerseys. I have some signed Andre Reed jerseys. That sounds amazing. I have. <laughs> do you want that? John and I love the '90s Bills. Okay. Signed Andre Reed jerseys. I have. Right. Um. Some signed footballs, mini helmets. I think I have an Ed Oliver, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss jerseys. Um. Nice. I can't think. Of, I they're just like. Six or seven items. I'll let you know what I have, though. Okay. I, awesome. But I am selling a Thurman Thomas signed helmet, like full-size helmet. No, I'll take that. Oh, well, I'll, I'm selling it. <laughs> <laughs> that one was not cheap at all. <laughs> I am selling that. If you're interested, uh, email me, DM me. Um, make a nice Christmas gift. Um, it's for 300 bucks. So <laughs> it's not cheap. But, you know, in all fairness, it's like I should have said it's $100 off. <laughs> I'm gonna sell that one for a hundred dollars off. You guess what the actual price is? You'd have been like seven fifty. I'd have been like no, but it's three hundred. <laughs> um, Wait, how do we know it's legit? How do we know you just didn't scribble your signature? It comes with an authentic, a, a certi- certi- certificate of authenticity. How do we know you didn't create that? Mm, you don't. <laughs> that should be my side business: is just creating certi- certificates of authenticity, black market ones. So people can literally just take like some sort of Bill's memorabilia and just try to like sign it like Josh Allen. Josh Allen signed helmet. Anyway. Um, so you need like, yeah. We need. Inject it with like DNA or put it on the blockchain. You need to track that somehow. I don't know what a block. Piece of paper. I don't know what a blockchain is. So you just went over my head with that. Like, so you're selling the foot, the helmet and you and it comes with a piece of paper that says Nate says this is real. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah. NOA right. Nate's letter of authenticity. <laughs> Bye Nate. Bye Nate. <laughs> okay. Um so I'm going to give away two items and then uh so if you want to be in on the other giveaways just leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or just like I I'm I'm going to open this up. If you tweet about us and tag us in it and say how amazing the podcast is on Twitter or Instagram or something I can retweet and share. Um, that'll count as an extra giveaway thing. So we're just gonna we're gonna try to get rid of these things. I want I want one of you guys to win. Um, I want somebody to win these items before the end of the season um, because I have so many to give away and I want to make sure people win them. So this week we're gonna give away two winners. First one is the Salt Lake City Bills backers. Salt Lake City Bills backers. How do they know which one? How they know which one's going to win? Probably the guy who has the Twitter account. He owns the Twitter account. And Andrew GK11, Andrew underscore GK11, Andrew underscore GK11, you guys are the winners for uh, this week's uh, giveaways, a Tremaine Edmonds signed jersey or um, a Zach Moss signed mini helmet. Um, I have an Eric Moltz signed mini helmet. You want that one? Merry Christmas, Mike. That's yours. <laughs> oh, you hated Eric Moltz, didn't you? I'm just kidding. Um Remember that time where we Jermaine met? Jermaine Edmonds jersey sounds nice. Does it good? Okay, all right. Well, I'll give the other person someone else, no, something else. No, you already <laughs> I got other stuff. Um, remember that time we went and met um, Bruce Smith, and John and I brought something to get signed, and I was like, "Hey, before we go, we should get something." And Mike's like, "Ah, we're not going to meet him." <laughs> yeah. So, 
Really? Yeah. Oh, I felt bad you didn't get anything signed. I wish I had known I would have brought my mini helmet that you gave me as a present one year to get signed oh, and then give nice. it to you. Yeah. I'll get you something else for Christmas. Don't worry. <laughs> Might not be as nice as a Tremaine Edmonds jersey, so just lower those expectations. So um, definitely not Bruce Smith. <laughs> definitely not Bruce Smith. You know how much a Bruce Smith signed jersey is? It's like 400 bucks. So um, making that $300 uh, signed Thurman Thomas uh, helmet sound pretty good. Um, let's go into our – let's go into stats of the game. Stats of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Um, how many rushing yards did the New England Patriots today have over the Bills? I'll start with – who wants to guess first? You guys just guessed both at the same time like <laughs> like I did? Sure. Okay. I feel like John looked it up. I already know. Oh, you already know? Okay, okay, okay. See, he wouldn't volunteer. Like, I would have volunteered. Like, hey, I can't take part in this game. Because well, it would have been super obvious when I said it because it's the exact number. But go ahead. Take, we'll take your guess. Yeah, why don't you? You can still guess, Mike. I'll come up with another guess for John. Another thing to. Another quiz. 182. Close. 222. 40 yards off. Ooh. 222 rushing yards oh, over the Bills. Oh, forgot about that long, long one. Yeah. How long was that? Like 70 yards? 64 yards. <laughs> John was just waiting for that. How long was that one? <clears throat> long? Um, Buffalo Bills side of the ball, Josh Allen, 15 for 30, 145 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. Not the best day for Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen, fire emoji rating for his performance today. Uh, I'll go first. I wasn't uh, thrilled with his day, but weather, conditions... So like if I without any any weather conditions, fifteen for thirty, one hundred and forty five yards, one touchdown, that'd be like a one fire emoji rating, right? Like not a great day. Uh, he didn't turn the ball over, did he? Uh, no, he did not. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. So maybe one and a half because of that. Then you add the weather in two and a half. I'll say two and a half fire emojis. The receiver drops a lot. A lot of drops. A lot of drops. That didn't help him. Dropped a touchdown. Dropped some first downs. Okay, okay, I'll give, I'll give him. Uh, I was gonna give him two and a half, John, but you keep two and a half. I'm giving him two and a half, John. How about you? Three, 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 because you don't do halves. I do not do halves, Mike. I knew you were. I was. You started. You had a convincing argument. I was thinking about going down to two, and then I'm like, ah, I'll stick with two and a half, John. John's influencing me enough. I'd say three, three and a half. Like what quarterback wouldn't have struggled in the game, and I think he adds an a heck of a dimension that others don't like with those first down run, you know, like that was really good. That 21 yard run was amazing. Yeah. Like that pass to Diggs was incredible. If some, he some somehow comes down with it, the game's totally different. The Dawson Knox drops, I'd say three and a half. Cause they don't know what other quarter, like Mac Jones, right? So highly touted, certainly the best quarterback out of the draft class so far. Like and they let him, he had one completion. <laughs> so, yeah. I have, I have two completions here, but oh, yeah, that's what it says here on the on the, well, on the app. So, but email, email but still, even even wrong. so, <laughs> even so though, even if it was two, it's two compared to fifteen. Um, you know, I maybe I'll go up to three because you you think about it, like Josh Allen had to be the offense. There was no way that he wasn't going to be the offense, and he wasn't necessarily the reason why they didn't win. But then I keep thinking about those plays where like he started to feel pressure and. Um, he just kind of wanted to roll out of the pocket, and instead he rolled into like pressure. And then sometimes it, 
it would just cause a long sack or it would just kick him out of field goal range or whatever. Um, man, there was that one play where like Josh tried to throw the ball away real quick because Matthew Judon was completely unblocked uh, by Deion Dawkins. Deion Dawkins didn't have anyone to block, uh, which is crazy because like the guy was right there. <laughs> and then Matthew Judon teed off on Josh Allen. He thought he might be hurt for a second. Um, okay. Okay, maybe I'll okay three three fire emojis. I think for me, you guys convinced me. I thought two and a half was two hours. Three three considering everything, um, but still not a great game. Um, Josh Allen was also the leading rusher, though. Like you said, great game rushing the ball for the most part. Devin Singletary, second leading rusher, ten uh, attempts, thirty six yards, and then Zach Moss eight for uh, twenty one. Then Matt Breida one for three, and then he had that fumble. <laughs> so maybe that's a preview of Wall of Shame. We'll see. We'll see. New England, uh, side of the ball, Mac Jones, like you mentioned, two of three for 19 yards passing. Then Damian Harris leading the way, 10 attempts for 111 yards, one touchdown. He had that long 64-yard run. Ramondre Stevenson, 24 attempts, 78 yards. Um, just, I mean, Patriots couldn't be stopped running the ball, basically. Or if they were stopped, they weren't stopped for long. The entire game, at least. They, what you'd like to see, what you ideally would like to have, is just a Buffalo Bills defense that makes you pass the ball, forces Mac Jones, the rookie quarterback, in terrible weather conditions, to have to pass. Either you're down by that many points, or the Bills are just stopping you consistently. That like the only way you're going to move the ball is if you pass, <laughs> and it just didn't happen. So that was. Uh, oh, actually, I have a few more stats. You know what? I don't have any more stats. Jeez. Yeah, not a whole lot going on in this game to really talk about statistically, of course. So it happens when your uh, offense only has like 190 yards, <laughs> total yards. So we are going to take a quick commercial break. Oh, that was Stats of the Game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we get back, we are going to do our Sweet Sassy Molassie plays of the game and our Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers. So stick around. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome back to Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I am your host, Nate. Thank you so much for joining us in discussing this loss. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we, were, we were, you know, we were within a few plays of talking about the the biggest win uh, the Bills have had against the Patriots in quite a long time. So, I mean, you count last year. Last year, those two wins were obviously big. The Bills swept the division. But, you know, you're talking about a Patriots team that, you know, went 7-9. and nine. They had like eight starters out um, from COVID. And 
they had so much dead cap because of Brady and several other players. So um, it was just an off season. It feels like for uh, Bill Belichick and the Patriots, and uh, they they came back in a big way this season. They are now leading the division. Were they nine and five now, or nine and four? Right? Bills are seven and five, and the Patriots go into the bye that way too. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay though. I mean, there, there's worse things that could, Hey, we're, if you woke up and you, uh, and you weren't in the dirt, I feel like today's a good day, no matter what, right? Like this is a, it's, totally. it's, we had fun. I mean, it was good to get together, time, yeah. you know, it's, we'll I, have another crack at him in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Might lose the box. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Well, that would be okay. Well, let me put it this but way: but we're not in the hunt. It's it's cool seeing the graphic on the TV and not being like in in the hunt category. What is what was the graphic? Where do we stand? I didn't see it. Wild card, wild card, solidly right. wild card. All right, right. I think we're the last seed right now. So if we lose to the Bucks next week, we'll mm-hmm. be in the hunt. Well, let me put. But by this time, usually within excluding the last three three four years, it was always like, oh, they have to win out, and these things have to happen. At this point in the season, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So most of our relative to that, most of our adult fun. life has been like that. <laughs> We're like there would be like you know the the four or three or four bars on the screen is like the the, the clinch the division, <laughs> clinch playoff berth in you know wild card in the hunt, and then there were like the teams like they're trying to be in the hunt. <laughs> That was usually us trying to be in the hunt. Like, oh, well, maybe if everything, if they win out and every other team of, in front of them loses out, <laughs> then maybe. <laughs> it's like that uh, that scene from There's Something About Mary when he asked her to prom in the beginning. When a dorky Ben Stiller asked that girl, that random girl to prom, he's like, oh, I was just wondering if, uh, you know, he's got braces and everything. If you want to go to prom with me. She's like, uh, well, you know, so-and-so was supposed to ask me, so I don't know. He's like, oh, cool. Um, so is that a yes or a no? She's like, I thought I made it perfectly clear. If everything else fails, then like maybe, okay? <laughs> it's like that was like us. Um, so uh, Another look- thing that, that kind of harkens back to those days is like the timeouts. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that was killer. Like the, it's in, in more recent years – under McDermott, the Bills had been better about in the close game saving the timeouts because it's so valuable. And this time it just felt like that challenge, right? Like that we all knew there was no, no chance way. of it being overturned. That one never um, gets overturned. Maybe it wasn't a first down, but it couldn't possibly have been overturned. And it just it really hurt him at the end. In a game this close, it's almost like McDermott was gripping that much harder because he knew how important this game was. Like I feel like he... He really, really, really wants to beat Bill Belichick, which we all do. Uh, and I think, though, he's like he's on another level with that, and he just grips that much harder in that game instead of just like, I don't know, playing the more confident, relaxed uh, position. He's just more like, please, please, I need to win this. So, like, he'll he'll challenge too tightly. Clings too tightly. <laughs> Got to hold on loosely, <laughs> but don't let go. <laughs> Um, Another thing he does is it seems like he always has a defensive player pretend to be hurt. Buffalo? No. Or, or the uh, Patriots? Belichick. Oh, yeah. Belichick, yeah. Like Phillips at the end? Uh, just, just it's like soccer match. Level. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That 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 uh, challenge, that terrible challenge by McDermott, we were like, oh, this, please don't let this come back to bite us. And it did because they could have gotten the ball back at the end. Probably wouldn't have mattered, but you never know. You never know what could have happened. Um, with that and instead it, it sounded like an, and I couldn't really it sounded like the announcers didn't really know exactly what happened like there was an exce- an 
a timeout, an excessive timeout called? Because they said Milano got injured. Oh, we didn't, that, but we didn't see anything. We didn't see him on the ground or anything. Apparently, Milano was injured. Okay, so they run up. That's just, what was said. Mm-hmm. They didn't show anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't really. They're cutting back to the X chair. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to buy one now that we can. <laughs> I don't even have a home office anymore. I still want one. Um, uh, here, let me put it this way: You guys brought up the Bucks. If the Bills beat the Bucks next week. Won't that soften this loss so much more? Like I know it's kind of it's it's hard to look after this loss to be like, well, they can definitely beat the Bucks. It's more likely to think that you're you're probably thinking they're going to lose against the Bucks next week. But I mean, if they beat the Super Bowl defending Buccaneers and they beat Tom Brady, I mean, I'd argue that beating Tom Brady and Belichick are, is almost like equal. Like still beating Tom Br- Brady at forty three years old or whatever he is now, forty four, um, the guy that has been be- beating you, you know, season after season. I would argue that that would feel just as good as being the Patriots this season. I know it doesn't matter as much because it's not a divisional game, but I would feel amazing after a win like that. Um, almost as good. Like 95% as good of a, as a win against the Patriots for the AFC East division. What do you think? Well, it would certainly give me hope for the second Patriots game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mike, does it matter to you? Do you care? I think you hit the nail on the head with the divisional aspect of it. It just doesn't mean as much. Okay. All right. Well, that's sad to know. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, I. Uh, like, it wouldn't the be teams as. Teams are just so much bigger than any one person, and I, mm-hmm. it's just like beating Brady doesn't really do anything for me. If he's, it's more the Patriots. Yeah, the yeah. Evil Empire. The Evil Empire. You're right. You're right. You're right. Can I say I don't hate Tom Brady as much anymore? Like almost not at all. Like I, I don't hate him. I, I wish don't. he was my friend. <laughs> I'm glad you said it first. <laughs> uh, he, I hate everybody. <laughs> I, I, I think he's kind of cool now that he's not playing against us and beating us every year. Like, he could teach us about crypto, teach us how to eat better. Yeah, yeah. Introduce us to cool people. He's got a sense of humor now. He never yeah, had a sense of yeah. humor when he was in New England. At least one that you liked. Um, what else is he up to? I mean, what did he really do, like, to make you hate him besides beat us? Like, yeah. he just did what everyone was trying to do to us, beat us every game. <laughs> he was just really good at it. <laughs> like, should I hate him because of that? You know, like, I don't know. Lots of teams beat the Bills in that for about 17 years, roughly, you know. So, uh, but, yeah, I don't I don't hate Tom as much. I like Bruce Arians. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I went over this when I decided I wanted to root for the, the Bucks over the Chiefs. Um, so let's go into our sweet sassy molassy plays of the game. Antonio Brown, though, should have got more than three games. Can you explain that situation? I know he, I know That's he, all I know. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but definitely. I believe, like, John, don't you think he didn't he turn in, like, a fake vaccine card to the Bucks? Yeah. He may, I, and he may have been, been vaccinated subsequently, but... Yeah, I don't know any of the, the, all the details, but yeah, I, there was like something about that. And he may have also been vaccinated, but he used a fake like vaccine subsequent, card. like after the fact. Oh, after the fact, because he didn't want to do know. a turn in at the yeah, time. I don't know if they released it. Or probably not. But... Probably not vaccinated after. I... Well, maybe that was fake too. Oh. Remember, we were trying to get into the game. How easy it was to like? Yeah. We we're like, oh man, like I'm gonna have to have my ID out, and they're just like, yeah, okay, go ahead. <laughs> this is so simple. Are you the murderer? No. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Always ask for a lawyer. They never ask for a lawyer. (laughs) 
It's going to make you look like you're guilty. That's fine. Take, give me a lawyer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's what you want. Um, let's go into Sweet, <laughs> Sweet Sassy Molassie plays the game. Our Sweet Sassy Molassie. beyond that, like the only reason any of this comes out is just because he doesn't pay the, his, the people in his employ, right? Like that's how all the dirt comes out. Oh, is that how it comes? Yeah, all comes out. So he refuses to pay them, and then they. Oh, then they they air his dirty laundry. Mm. So just pay your help. Yeah. Do. Take care of them. Well, do you think maybe the one guy was like, "I want a million bucks," and the guy's like, "Well, you know, I don't think you've earned it." He's like, "Well, then I'm gonna tell everyone that you used a fake vaccine card." It was like blackmail then, right? Mm. Mm. Of course, he could have countersued for that if that was an actual that's a legitimate crime <laughs> that person would be on trial but um lawyer up <laughs> if that is the way to go no yeah definitely pay your help for sure i mean that's what uh vinnie always did in entourage right supposedly he had help all his crew his entourage if you will <laughs> paid those, those guys friends yeah but he paid them or did they just live the life no they he paid them like turtle was his driver mm. right like what a what a BS job that was. You just drive him around everywhere. You live in a mansion. <laughs> anyway, just because you were friends with him. Uh, well, you'd take care of John and I, wouldn't you? Like, like uh, you mean if the podcast blows up or somehow and we become? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Sure. Wait, if the podcast <laughs> blew up, you would take everything? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I'd, I'd, no, I wouldn't take everything. I'd be... You guys would be part of it. I'd take you as my entourage. <laughs> Who else do I have as my entourage? My my family? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'd pay you for sure because I know what would happen if I didn't pay you. You guys would like roll over me quicker than like <laughs> freaking like. The way you presented is like we're getting scraps off your table. I feel like we're equity partners. <laughs> I'm giving so much more to the listeners than I'm giving to you guys. <laughs> like weekly. Uh, no, no, you guys are equity partners. You guys are like, you know. We want to wet our beak. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever wonder who's getting their bet week or their wet beak beak wet? <laughs> anyway, uh, Sweet Sassy Molassi plays the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Um, man, uh, I mean, you you would just say that Gabriel Davis touchdown. I mean, that was a great pass. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is I'll go first, but I think I think what I'm gonna say is because I mean there was there wasn't a whole lot of room for for big plays, but um, it's either got to be the the um, Saran Neal uh, kickoff fumble recovery um, by the Patriots by Nikhil Harry, or I'm gonna do those uh, Milano. Those back-to-back plays by Milano. I know those are Swiss Assy Molassi plays of the game. Uh, not just a play. Uh, I'm going to go with the fumble recovery by Serenio. Uh, it just was much bigger in the grand scheme of things. Gave him possession at like the 10 or 11-yard line or whatever. Um, Gray heads a play uh, and could have could have potentially changed the course of the game with that. So, John, I'll start with you next. What's your Swiss Assy Molassi play of the game? I think I'll go with the touchdown. Um, the fumble was great and everything, but it was also seemed kind of lucky more than anything. I, I, I like that the, you know, they got that touchdown in the red zone, which is rare these days for the Bills. So, uh, yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, very rare almost. Yeah, touchdown. Touchdown. Okay, all right. Easy. I, I will give a shout-out, though, for those Milano back-to-back. 
amazing plays where he knifed through the offensive line for once. You were kind of hoping for a, a little bit more of that this game. You know what's funny, John, is you and I were talking, and we're like, why don't I see Starletula lay out on the field a lot? Um, it was just weird. Like, you think that would be—it must be because of COVID, because this was a perfect game for him to be in on almost every play, because that's your run-stuffing defender, right? Like, up the middle. And that's where they seem to have their most success, was running up the middle. So, um, yeah, let's go into—so those were Swiss Assy Molassi plays of the game, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Is there a Gettysburg play of the game? In today's loss, uh, we were t- as the plays happened. We I remember shouting out that that would be a good play, but several plays, several the Brita fumble. I would say was this was the Gettysburg of the game. Obviously, not in the Bills' favor because that Brita fumble le- le- led to the sixty-four yard touchdown run and then the two-point conversion after. So um, yeah, does the Gettysburg have to by the winning team? No, no, just whatever play changes the game. Obviously, in this in this case, it would make sense that it changed it for the worse because it led to their. But Gettysburg demise. was a victory for North, so maybe mm-hmm. it should be for the for the Bills. No, that it 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 turns the tide in favor of the eventual winner. Yeah, that's why I chose the Brita fumble because <clears throat> it. And that's why I asked: Does it always have to be the victor? Oh yeah, the victor would make sense. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. What do you think? Do you agree, John? Yeah, either that or uh, maybe the digs drop. Oh, yeah, that's another good one. The digs drop, um, Josh Allen taking that sack on third down to kick them out of the red zone so that Tyler Bass missed the field goal. Uh, It it wouldn't have mattered, though, if they made the field goal because they weren't down by – they'd still be down a point. Of course, in that last other drive, they could have gone for another field goal <laughs> instead of having to go for the touchdown. So, okay. All right. All right. Sounds good. Gettysburg play of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Um, let's go into our wall of famers and wall of shamers. Let's start with our wall of fame. Wall of fame brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Uh, John, John, who do you put on your wall of fame in tonight's loss? Nobody. Nobody, not even Dawson, Dawson Knox, man, you were railing on Dawson Knox all game because I made the mention that he might be the best tight end uh, that the Bills have ever had in our lifetimes, uh, to which you said repeatedly, look at, look at that drop. Look at that drop. There were several drops though. Like they were legitimate plays on the ball. Um, They weren't just drops, but he did have a couple of real bad drops, but um, not even Dawson Knox. No one, huh? You said Wall of Fame, right? Or oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, Wall of Fame. Wall of Fame. Nobody on that one. That makes more sense. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm out of it. Mike, uh, who do you have on your Wall of Fame? John says no one. Do you have anyone to put on there? No, I guess I don't. Yeah, me either. No one. I mean, I couldn't even give it to, like, even though I liked Matt Milano's two plays, like, where he just, like, I mean, it wasn't consistent enough. There were plays where he was nowhere to be found. That touchdown run, like, completely blocked by the fullback or whatever it was it yeah <sighs> there was no i mean you couldn't even give it to coaching like the, no like they just didn't coach themselves out completely to get blown out is basically what it comes com, comes down to but th- sometimes it's hard to get blown out when all you do is run the ball you know so uh there's really yeah i mean between mcdermott using timeouts or he was never seemed to be on the right side of anything. I mean, the Bills had some costly penalties too. It wasn't even like they limited the penalties uh, that much. 
Uh, they just beat themselves up, which is what you would figure. You know, it's like how the Bills lost, lost against the Steelers. You know, it's just a couple of plays more don't go in your, your direction, and you're just not a disciplined enough team, and uh, enough bounces don't go your way, and you just don't coach well enough uh, or play well enough to, to win those games. It's a game of inches, right, John? Yes. <laughs> so those were the Wall of Famers. Now let's go into the Wall of Shamers. Wall of Shame brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Mike, Mike, do you have a lot of people to put on yours? Is there several? Is there one? Who do you have on your Wall of Shame? I think coaching stands out for me the most because everybody knew what the Patriots were doing, but the Bills made no adjustments. It just seems like they let the Patriots do whatever they wanted. Yeah, that's a good one. John? Dawson Knox, certainly. Dawson Knox. Yeah, definitely coaching defense. Um, Frazier, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it, completely one dimensional offense. They couldn't stop it. And you knew what that one dimension was going to be for like days now. <laughs> Whenever you saw the weather forecast come out, oh, I wonder what they're going to do. They're probably going to try to run it. Well, I wonder if the Bills can stop it. They couldn't. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. yeah and, and, and it's the same way on the other side if you think about it, right? It's like, oh, the Bills are going to try to run it and they couldn't. <laughs> so then they started throwing it. <laughs> Just like every other game. Uh, that's a really good point you brought up earlier about the Bills always trying, like the offseason was built, it feels like, to catch up to the Chiefs. And while they were trying to do that, they completely forgot this other this other area that they could have improved upon instead, maybe alongside um, either running the ball or uh, stopping the run. Seems to be their Achilles heel. Um and it's been like that for a couple of seasons. That's not new, you know? Like when we were looking at, you know, the Bills playing in the playoffs, uh, what was it, last season? We were like, well, we hope the Bills don't get the Browns because they won't be able to stop the run game, you know? Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, wall of shame. I'm going to say uh, coaching as well, specifically. Yeah, I mean, based on what you said, the, the offense and the, and the defensive side of the ball for not uh, for not being able to stop a game plan that they knew was coming. They knew it was, I was trying to think of a good analogy for this while we were watching the game of like something that you know is going to happen, but you're still cringing when you see it happen. It wasn't, I don't want to say car wreck because that's a little bit, it's a little bit more nefarious, but like, how about like, um, like a horror movie you're watching where like, you know, the guys in the basement, like the killers in the basement and you know, it's going to happen, but like you still watch it, but you hope it doesn't happen, but you know, it's going to happen. You know, you should have told us in advance so John and I could come up <laughs> with something. Okay, do you want me to keep stalling so you can come up with something better? <laughs> I can't think of uh, something that you know is bad that's happening. I, I can't think of anything that like you see with plenty. Yeah, like a test. You like know you're gonna fail. Like like a family argument at a specific holiday, like Christmas, <laughs> that I'm gonna mm-hmm. tease even more. That's hap- that's happened family disagreement um yeah so uh wall of shame uh, bill's coaching staff uh yeah yeah it was it was rough all around so um and not being able to see what mac jones can do i mean honestly like i knew he wasn't going to pass that much but i kind of wanted to see him play more i haven't really watched a whole lot of him uh in general this season so it would have been good to at least see what we're going to be playing up against the next you know, several years if he ends up being halfway decent. 
Uh, I would have just liked to seen a little bit more, like we saw of Tua, you know, his rookie season or whatever. Um, you know, everyone's lauding at how good uh, Mac Jones is. I just want to see him in person. And especially that would, today would have been a chance if it wasn't for the weather because Tredavious White is out. So how good is he really? Can he play well against the Bills' uh, pass defense without Trey White? Uh, th- that was the Wall of Shame brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Now I post uh, like I do every week on Twitter, you know, who or what is on your Wall of Fame and Wall of Shame. So let's see we ha- what we have this week. Um, OG Singletary Stan writes, Wall of Shame wasn't really anyone. I thought we played a great game and coached well. Uh, I thought he was being sarcastic. He is not being sarcastic. Uh, there were some drops, and I, wa- I want back, and especially the DPI at the end of the game. Uh, Wall of Fame, the defense. Seems like it should have been the opposite. <laughs> Wall of Shame, defense, Wall of Fame. I don't know. Interesting. That's a, That's an optimistic way of looking at it. I like to think that we're more optimistic as a podcast to like our point of view is not very negative, but uh, that's overly optimistic in my opinion. Be Mormon 2020, right? Wall of Fame. Got to go with Bill's Mafia for sticking this one out. I can't give it to the defense for all for giving up all those inside runs. Wall of Shame knocks drops. Bass deserved it a bit too. I know there's win, but he got drafted as a kicker in the NFL. You can't miss those. Yeah, we were talking about this uh, watching the game together. The three of us, we were saying, you know, they mentioned his thoughts on the wind. And he, what was it, Susie Colbert, whoever it was, uh, he said how it was like top three worst days to kick a field goal. He only felt good kicking a PAT or whatever. And it's like, man, you you just kind of hope your kicker is more of like a, uh, it'll all be fine. This is why they drafted me or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) Like some line where like just overly confident as opposed to, yeah, this is going to be an issue today, <laughs> you know? Like, we, we appreciate the honesty, Bass. We just want you to be more confident about the kicking. Um, and, yeah, it showed up. Nick Folk didn't miss any, and, you know, Tyler Bass missed his. So um, it is what it is. I don't, I don't put the blame on him. I wouldn't give him the wall of shame, but I get what he's saying. Miss Molly writes, wall of shame. Tremaine always tackling the guy from behind and getting the guy the first down and <laughs> that's funny we were talking about that it's like oh great tackle wait don't let him get another four yards after the tackle wall of fame milano for having fire when no one else did barf orama guys yeah aj tharp writes wall of fame we played injury free football so we got that going for us wall of shame we lost to a team that's qb completed two goddamn passes we should all feel ashamed how did it take until the fourth quarter to really stop rb1 up the middle (laughs) <laughs> keeping the receipts rights wall of fame josh allen doing all he could in impossible elements wall of shame mcdermott's terrible decision making with timeouts challenges and field goals yeah i think that's what you both uh both you guys mentioned about mcdermott it's just his questionable uh discussions or uh decisions rather maybe uh, also dable too right like shouldn't like allen clearly their best offensive player and he did well when he was given the chance tonight we didn't get that many chances either you mean to throw the ball yeah yeah it wasn't until they were down or yeah they realized they couldn't run the ball which we already knew that (laughs) if you've been following the the bills at any point this this season brian you would know that (laughs) yeah absolutely great point great point john big r 
He writes, Wall of Fame, Bills fans, and Allen for his perseverance. Yeah, Bills fans. Shout out to Bills fans that were at the game tonight. Uh, that did not look like fun at all. That looked miserable. Uh, and you guys went and made the trip out, and you're not getting home till at least midnight, 1 a.m. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you guys deserve a lot of credit for that. Wall of Shame, the Bills' defense was embarrassing. Mac Jones attempted three passes. Perhaps a D-line by committee is trash. Bass, if he was better, we win. Knox and Diggs for key drops. I hope we see them in the playoffs with normal weather. Yeah, I would love... Uh, how amazing would that be? I mean, be, losing the Patriots suck. If we beat them again in the regular season, we go we split them one for one in the regular season, and then we beat them in the playoffs, Like that's, that's equal to like 10 wins in the regular season, right? Like you end up being Bill Belichick in the playoffs, like that's... That's so much more important, in my opinion. I mean, obviously it's more important, but it's like such a bigger deal. <laughs> Technically, I guess if you want to be technical about it, <laughs> playoffs is more important. Andrew writes, Wall of Fame, Gabe Davis always executes when his number is called. Wall of Shame, coaching and team discipline. Too many mistakes. Early drive killed by a delay of game. Um, useless f- challenge flag. Thank you. False start hurts us late in crunch time. We have no advantage with the weather. Bring on the dome. Dude, like, the more people talk about, like, oh, I don't want a dome, the weather, it's like, well, what good did it do us tonight? That's an excellent point. Jim Andrew. Kelly didn't need a dome. <laughs> he did not. In fact, he did worse with a dome, <laughs> if you count the Super Bowls, <laughs> uh, where there were domes. Um, it's kind of a disadvantage once you get to the Super Bowl. Having the dome? Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> no, sorry. We're, the way it's currently situated, mm-hmm. right? Because the Super Bowl is going to be in a dome or in warm, sunny weather. Mm-hmm. And right now, like, if you're saying like, "Oh, we'll build the team to go to deep into December in the snow and the," and then like, "Ah, we won the AFC Championship game. It was in Buffalo." And then like, "Oh, we're going to Miami." Everybody, it's quite a bit different. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a quite a, a change of weather. Yeah. yeah. I remember how thinking how weird it was seeing like Bruce Smith and the team like in like t-shirts like in January <laughs> being like uh that's weird like <laughs> wow yeah yeah I'm I'm all for team retractable roof but dome I people always like argue that like uh you know if you want a dome you're kind of a wuss but when it comes down to it it's like man like if I'm going to pay money for seats um, it'd be nice to be comfortable. It'd be nice to be comfortable. <laughs> I've sat through enough, and uh, we've sat through enough games together that, like, I'm okay not sitting through it. <laughs> like, you do that, like, you know, a few, you know, what, 40, 50, 100 times or whatever. Like, you're okay not doing that anymore. <laughs> In fact, those times that you were doing it that you just stuck it out because you were younger, you're just like, that time you still weren't that happy in the middle of it, watching Kavika Mitchell like beat the Bills with a a pick six in like forty degree rainy rainy weather. You know, yeah. All right, I think that's gonna be it for that. Um, there was lots of great tweets. Um, it's just late, and uh, it's just it's just not a not a fun discussion today. I mean, it was it was almost the worst case scenario for the Bills. I would argue that this is worse than the Bills getting blown out because we knew exactly what was coming, you know, and there's no style points. And especially with the division, the division on the line and a loss like this is basically equal to like two losses. Right. Come so, on. so I disagree. Okay. I'm geez. It, it, it feels like, what is it? Two weeks or three weeks, three weeks when we play them again, 
Like this was a coin flip. We talked about the plays. If Bass makes the the field goal, I mean everything's different. But had it stayed the same, we kick field goal in the last possession, win the game. Diggs makes the touchdown, win the game. There's a lot of like it was. It could have gone either way. It could have. If they lose by fifty, we probably don't. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Okay, all right, all right, <laughs> all right. That's fair. Okay. I think it's the same. I think a loss is a loss, and the next week is a new week, and you can beat or lose to any team in the NFL. It doesn't so think, matter to me. Loss or it's just as bad either way. All right, now John has my uh, has my vote. What else you got, Mike? <laughs> but he said it feels the same, and it is the same in the stats column. Loss, whether you lose by fifty or you lose by four, so true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> can't argue with that. <laughs> oh man! So that was the wall. You of- know, it would be much if the Bills lost by fifty. It was fifty to zero. You're like, wow, maybe we're not as good as we thought we are. Right? Maybe we're not in the upper echelon. Maybe we can't play with these guys. Or as if, it's- but you were already saying that earlier. They're saying like, oh, the only team we beat was the Chiefs. Yeah. Who, who can yeah. we play with? We can play with the Pats. It came down to a play either way. At the at the end of the day, I wish four out of five of their wins came down to a play. Technically, mm-hmm. yeah. I think well, Belichick kind of made it that way, right? Like if you're going to run it a hundred billion times or however many it was, like it's not going to be a high scoring game. Yeah, it's like okay. Here's an analogy. It's probably terrible, so bear with me. It's like when you're playing war against another person. And you have like twos and they have threes. <laughs> That's all it takes. Like they just keep taking your card every time. And you're just like, come on. Like I need I need a four and you don't get that four. You just get a three. Like some low number. It wouldn't be like or aces and kings or something like that. Like you keep losing. Like you're like, oh, you pull out a king. And every time you pull out a king, the other person has an ace or whatever. It goes to war. It's just you cannot find a way to like, like you know, get that person's best card. You know, like... Like they have just enough cards that you always lose to them. It's like Bill Belichick today. Like so there's, always... there's no way to find anything. It's completely random what, what card you put down. There's no I know, strategy. but it, it's just, yes. that's Maybe a chess analogy would be better. I don't know chess. So... <laughs> John, explain this then. If you, you're so knowledgeable about chess, it's like your rook to knight six. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um. I did see Queen's Gambit. I still know that much less about chess. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of a good analogy. I can't off the cup. So, but we're going to continue on this. We're going, that was a sweet sassy. No, that wasn't the sweet. It was Wall of Famers or Wall of Chambers brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. Um, is there anything else you guys want to add to this game? I know we talked a lot about this uh, we went into a lot of discussion, even though there wasn't really a whole lot uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it was just the Bills couldn't beat the one thing that they had to beat tonight and the one thing they knew they had to beat tonight. And no matter what they did, they couldn't do it. So um, I don't have much more to add to that. John, Mike, mm-hmm. Mike, you sure you don't want to do the farmer parable? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right, John. No, thanks. <laughs> okay. I have nothing else to add to this turd of a game. Um, let's uh, let's look forward to next week. Okay. Let's let's. Hope that the next time that we talk to you guys, we're talking about a Bills win over the Super Bowl defending champion uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady led Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, I think this is this would be a huge win for the Buffalo Bills. 
Um, I think it would take the sting off so much more if the Bills ended up winning uh, this game. Uh, are the Bucks good at running the ball? <laughs> because if that's the case, then I don't know how the Bills are going to do next week. We'll see, though. <laughs> um, but, yeah. But, yeah, no, it was good talking to you guys. It was good. Honestly, it was a fun time um, getting together with you guys. I uh, haven't done that a lot over the last couple of years just with everything going on. Um, food was great. Everything was amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for doing that. So signing off for John. I love you guys. <laughs> and right. Yeah. Go bills. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the love you guys. Go part, bills. Though. That's my favorite part. See you back next yeah, week for Mike. Yeah. For me, Nate, go bills. I love you guys too. I love you guys here that I'm sitting with. I love you guys all that are out there. Um, stick in there. I mean, the bills are still in it. The Bills could easily go on a streak and a tear and destroy the AFC uh, and be in good shape for the playoffs. So uh, thank you guys all for listening, and we'll talk to you guys again next week. Buffalo, stand up. It's the mafia. <laughs> uh, it's a Bill City. Yeah. A Buffalo Bill City. Yo. Uh. It's a Bill City. Yeah. A Buffalo Bill City. Yo. We got Josh Allen, got Step Digs, we got Cole. Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition and it's not even close. Yeah. Ike McKenzie on a jet sweep, maybe it's a fake Honestly, it's a TD either way When you got Diggs and B's and Gabe Davis Three-headed Singletary Moss Brader Who gon' stop us? We the greatest Forget Mahomes, forget Kelsey, forget Hill Come and replay us, cause we ready Sebastian like Boogie, yeah, we ready Moving for Cody Four, we ready Kick they bucket like Ike, yeah, we ready Dawson Knox with a spike, are you ready? Season tickets, I'm hype up the team ready Buffalo, this is our team forever Forever we got Josh Allen, got Step Diggs, we got Cole. Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition and it's not even close. It's a Bill City. A Buffalo Bill City. It's a Bill City. It's a Bill City. Yeah. A Buffalo Bill City. Yeah. We got Josh Allen, got Step Diggs, we got Cole. Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition and it's not even close. It's a Bill City, it's a Bill City, yeah. A Buffalo Bill City, Buffalo Bill City, yeah. What? It's a Bill City, it's a Bill City, yeah. A Buffalo Bill City, Buffalo Bill City. Uh, yeah, Taron Johnson with a pick six, it's just too easy, don't pass it to Treyway, please believe me, we got high right behind him and Poya free, please don't run up the middle unless you wanted me to star, Greg Russo will show you what he's about, Trey Edmonds and Matt Milano can't get around him, our team is grounded over here, Sebastian like Boogie, yeah, we ready, moving for Cody Ford, we ready, kick they bucket like Ike, yeah, we ready, Dawson Knox with a spike, are you ready, season tickets, I'm hype up the team, ready, Buffalo, this is our team forever. Forever. We got Josh Allen, got Step Diggs, we got Cole. Deion Dawkins, cause you know it's about to snow. Mafia, you know we on a roll. No competition and it's not even.
living close. It's a Bill yeah. City. Yeah. 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 A Buffalo Bill City. Thank you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, mate. <laughs>